Hello, today is day 17 of the Daily New Testament third quarter, and we are going over 1 Corinthians 15. Um, I thought it was interesting that the uh, devotional author, he kind of talked about how this, in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul is talking about resurrection and, and how, you know, it's important because if it didn't happen, it then what we're uh, then everything we're doing is for nothing, and uh, how he brought to focus about how he says day after day we focus on this life. How are we going to provide for ourselves? How are we going to get people to like us? How can we make our bodies look or work better? This present life is a seed that will be planted. When we die, it will become something much greater. This life matters, but the one to come matters much more, which gets your attention. Um, I mean, that's a, a hard thing to remember and to focus about. So kind of have that in mind as, as I read 1 Corinthians 15. Now, brothers, I want you to rem- remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which you have taken your stand. But this gospel, by this gospel, you are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter, and then to the twelve after that. He appeared to more than 500 of the brothers, and At the same time, most of them were still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me, also the one abnormally born. For I am the least of these apostles, and I do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and by... His grace to me was not without effect. Now, I work harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it was I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what you have believed. But if it is preached that Christ has not been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? Or if he has been raised from the dead, how can you some believe that there will be no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But if he did not raise him, in fact, from the dead, are not raised... For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hoped in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the fruitfulness of those who have been fallen asleep. 
For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as Adam, as in Adam all die, so in Christ all are made alive. But each in his own return to Christ, then uh, are con- the the first fruits. Then when he becomes those who belong to him, and then the end will come when the hand over the kingdom when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion authority and power for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet the last enemy to be destroyed is death for he has put everything under his feet now when it says that everything has been put under his feet it is made clear that this does not include God himself but putting everything under Christ when he has done this, the Son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him so that God may be all in all. Now, if there is no resurrection, what will those do who were baptized, who have been baptized for the dead? If the dead are not to be raised at all, why were our people baptized for them? And as for us, why do we endanger ourselves every hour? If I die every day, I mean that, brothers, just as surely as I glory over you in Christ Jesus our Lord, if I fought wild beasts in Ephesus for merely human reasons, what have I gained? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought, and stop sinning. For there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. But some may ask, how are the dead raised? What kind of body will they come? How foolish. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, you do not plant the body that it will be, just as a seed perhaps of wheat or something else, but God gives it a body as he has determined, and to each kind of seed his own flesh. All flesh is not the same. Men have one kind of flesh, animals have another, birds have another, fish another. There also are heavenly bodies, and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind, and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another. The stars another, and star differs from star and splendor. So will it be the resurrection of the dead? The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body. It is raised in a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of dust on earth. The second was a man from heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are the earth, and is the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we are born likeness of the earthly man, so we bear the likeness of the man from heaven. I declare to you, brothers, that the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. 
We will not all sleep, but we will be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must be cl- must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal must uh, with the immortal. When the perishable have been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortal, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gave us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my brothers, stand firm. Let nothing nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Father, help these scriptures come alive to us. Help us to learn to embrace them and to understand them. Um, Help us to know that this life is, I mean, as important as it is, the next is even more important. And like Paul was saying, you know, we are seeds being planted. And like the author was saying, or, or the author of the devotional was saying, um, when we die, we become something greater. You know, which which has our attention the most, this life or the next life? Help our thinking to be of everything we do. Um, you know, in Proverbs, it talks about how we are to submit all the things and all in all our ways submit to you God and you will make our path straight or if we acknowledge you in all our ways you'll make our path straight in some translations if if we bring all of our thinking to you if everything we think about or we try to do we put it to you as how you want us to do it we will be thinking about the next life we will be um putting it over this life. But because what is planted makes the next life greater, uh, that means what we'd be doing in this life would be pretty good and and amazing as well uh, because you wouldn't lead us astray. So help us to to have our, our heart and our thoughts and our ways focused on the next life, focused on what you want us to do in this life, preparing for the next life. And help us not to be distracted by this world um, and what goes on in it, or even get caught up in, you know, as Paul was telling them the foolish questions of, like, what kind of body are we going to have? I mean, they're fun to think about but uh, and to talk about and to kind of research and talk to you about and see what it is you know we think about but not to let it uh dissuade us or to keep us distracted from what it is you are wanting us to do we just thank you for jesus thank you for coming and giving us this life um 
for coming in and showing us how to live, for uh, letting us not just let uh, letting all of this not be for nothing, but for something much, much greater that you know we truly, even though sometimes we think we might understand, I'm I'm sure it's something we still can't even fathom. We thank you. We ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Hope you all have a great day.